This is Capricorn FM Podcast. Last week, we spoke about how God is calling you and I to shape and to conquer the world with all that faces us today. We live on borrowed times, you and I, you see. And all that affects us and perhaps infects us is truly because of the call that God has over us. It is simple for us to overlook some of the blessings that might seem basic that God has closed us with. Some blessings become so familiar until it is too late. You see, you will never appreciate the blessing of breathing until you have to breathe through a ventilator. You see, you'll never understand the blessing of hugging and kissing and embracing your loved ones and friends until you have to keep a safe social distance. You'll never appreciate your freedom of movement, of having friends over at your house and sharing a meal and perhaps conversating on the nothingness that life presents itself with that seems so big when you are telling them to someone that you love. You'll never appreciate those visits until you have to stay at home. You'll never appreciate the currency of time until the clock of life has stopped. As we hear more and more about uh, this pandemic that we are confronted with, the less and less we find strength in God's promises for us. His promises, I might remind you, are yea and amen. You see, God's promises still stand in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of what we might consider one of the hardest times in our generation. God's promises, they still stand. God still says, I have called you to be fruitful and to increase in number, to fill the earth and subdue it. God has called us to rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living thing that walks on the ground. Now, last week, you and I have established that many are called, but very, very few have been chosen. And sometimes being chosen comes with a responsibility that not many of us are able to carry, but many of us are called to do so regardless. You see, you cannot respond to being chosen and not respond to being responsible to what God has given you. This morning, I want to share with you a poem by an author who's not known to me. An author who speaks about living a life that matters. A life that responds to God and the plans that God has for you and your family. You see, I am of the view that many of us run into trouble that was never meant for us because we flee from the call of God. When I speak about fleeing from the call of God, I'm talking about some of us who have fleed from just being responsible to what God has given us. We flee from what God has given us so freely so because of his love and his grace over our lives. 
When I'm talking about the call of God, I'm not talking about preaching the word of God. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. You see, many are running from the call of just being a responsible parent. (laughs) Being a responsible father or being a responsible mother is also a call from God that God himself has placed you in that position to respond with power and responsibility. You see, many flee (laughs) and we run away from the call of becoming an entrepreneur and pioneering a new reality for our, our generation out of the fear of failure. Many of us run away from the call of being great because we are afraid that what if we fail? Never realizing that, what if you don't? This morning, I want to encourage you to live a life that matters. But to do so, you first have to respond to what God has called over you. And I quote, Live a life that matters. Ready or not, someday it will all come to an end. There will be no more sunshines, no minutes, hours, or days. All the things you collected, whether treasured or forgotten, will pass to someone else. Your wealth, fame, and temporal power will shrivel to irrelevance. It will not matter what you owned or what you were owed. Your grudges, your resentments, frustrations and jealousies will finally disappear. Soon too, your hopes, ambitions, plans and to-do list will expire. The wins and losers that once seemed so important will fade away. It won't matter where you came from or on what side of the tracks you lived at the end. It won't matter whether you were beautiful or brilliant. Even your gender and skin color will be irrelevant. So what will matter? How will the value of your days be measured? What will matter is not what you bought, but what you built. Not what you got, but what you gave. What will matter is not your success, but your significance. What will matter is not what you learned, but what you taught. What will matter is every act of integrity, compassion, courage, and sacrifice that enriched and powered and encouraged others to emulate your example. What will matter is not your competence, but your character. What will matter is not how many people you knew, but how many will feel a lasting loss when you are gone. What will matter is not your memories, but the memories that live in those who loved you. What will matter is how long you will be remembered by whom and for what. See, living a life that matters doesn't happen by accident, you see. 
It's not a matter of uh, circumstance, but a choice. So choose to live a life that matters. Close quote. I believe that the greatest call of all is that in the end, it will not matter who raised you or who neglected you. It will not matter who hurt you or who humiliated you, who praised you or who celebrated you. What will matter is how you responded to the forces that forced you to be great. You see, my brother, my friend, (laughs) the question I have for you this morning, you see, the reason I drove over 150 kilometers this morning to bring you this word of God that truly I believe is for you is to simply ask you that in this great call that God has called you for child of God men of God women of God to this call that God has over your life will you respond Today's word comes from 2 Timothy 1, verses uh, 9. And it reads as follows. He has uh, saved us and called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done, but because... Of his own purpose and grace. His grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Kotiashu Munawashu Richumbura Wugara Abo Rufunorabo Namaifiya Shaba. The guy who named the Zumbama Horne, who never won the Bangasinguan, and the guy who named the Gaya Horne, who never funorabo, Rungasicone Unguama. Darren did Sarafasi Madini, Bahone. Darren de Cogonia, Bahone. A Hona Neringaya, Shabera Horne. Bone Bamuren. Cotiasu. Mama Chony Hanoni, Cabavore Zimberuzashu, Cabavore me Humboyashu, Recono Power in the Zipios Nebone, Bacunaga or Ribezone, Gaichi Pingachinoni, Mazina Lamchiz washu Iso Christo. Amen. Personally, you see, I, uh, I feel I have to share with you my life's experiences so you know that I'm not just uh, (laughs) advising you to do something that has never been tried and tested before. See, I have walked with God when I had plenty and I've walked with God when I had nothing. Walked with God when I wasn't sure what direction He was taking me and when I was praying that He would uh, walk with me to a predetermined location. God walked with me. And even when I got lost and had to take a detour to my destiny, God still 
was able to walk with me. See, David says in Psalm uh, 37 verses uh, 25, I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. See, in all my walkings with God, I still have not seen someone called by God being confused by the forces of life. No, 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 no. You see, when you are rooted in the call and understand the purpose and timing of God, you can wait at tables in a restaurant and still be registered to be a medical officer in the future. You see, you can sell fruits in Chakuma and still have a diploma from a university. You see, the problem with the children of God is the attitude that we have and the self-righteousness that we carry that forces us into poverty when you don't even understand why God wants to humble you that he might be able to lift you up. When you are chosen by God, many storms will rise up against you and many mountains will pile before you, but never will God forsake you or your children fight or lack for bread. But the danger, my friend, is that when you do not answer the call of God, like Jonah, who is a central character in the book of uh, Jonah, in which God commanded him to go to a city of Nineveh to prophesy against it for their great wickedness is coming up before me. But Jonah instead attempted to flee from the presence of God. I mean, how foolish is that? <laughs> where would you go where God is not there? Where would you hide and think that God would not be able to see you? You see, he tried to flee from the presence of God by going to Jaffa, but sailed to Tarshish. You see, a great storm arised and the sailors realized that it was no ordinary storm. No, 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 no. It was not a storm that was common. God was causing the storm. And they realized that, no, Jonah is to blame. <laughs> Allow me to stop right there and let you know that... Uh, you refusing the call of God will affect the destiny of those who are around you. You see, those who are in the same boat as you will be affected by your rebellion. It will affect your children. It will affect your marriage. It will affect every single thing that you touch. You might run away and think that you can uh, hide in a different country, different province. But God will find you. Then Jonah admitted that, okay, this truly is not just a normal storm. It is being caused because I am in the boat. And they threw him out of the boat. And there was calm in the storm. You see, some of us have been delayed by the people that we keep around us. You see, that boyfriend is blocking you from meeting your husband. That girlfriend that you are fighting for and fighting every single time where God is meant for you guys to let go is preventing you from meeting your wife. That job you keep holding on to is preventing you 
from owning your own business. That pain that you are holding on to so tightly. That pain is what is preventing you from having joy. God says get rid of it. Ah. You see, I want to encourage you to get rid of the things that God is not going to use in this season. Get rid of them. It is delaying you and causing unnecessary storms in your life. Get rid of it. Let it go, child of God. The sailors refused to carry on uh, this journey with uh, Jonah. Tossed him onto the side. (laughs) And uh, a great fish swallowed him. We all know this. We all know the story very, 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 very well. And he was in the belly there for three days and three nights. While in this great fish, Jonah prayed to God in his afflictions and gave thanksgiving to God and he vowed to God that I will do what you've asked me to do. And the great fish threw him out. You see, the reason I'm sharing this with you, child of God, is because to live a life that matters God truly has to be the center of your life. And if you go astray, you will soon find that God will pull you back to your purpose in his own divine will. You see, the problem is that you are trying to use your will and your strength. The talent that you have is not for you only. It is to glorify God. You see, the wealth that you carry is not just for you. It is for God. The marriage that you are in right now is not for you. But it is to resuscitate and to bring life to those who have given up on love and on marriage. It is not just for you, child of God. For you to fully live a life that God has called you to. You have to realize that he's the center of this. He's the center of your life. And I ask myself, how long, (laughs) how long have you been swallowed by a fish? How long will you have to be swallowed by a fish for you to go into the direction that God wants you to go to? How long are you going to drown people that are following you because you fail and you refuse the call that God has over your life. How many times will you have to be kicked out of people's lives before you realize that you have to focus on the call that God has on you? How many times are you going to try to run away from God before you realize that you have to respond to God? God has called us to live a life that is holy, a life of purpose and a life of grace. You see, the grace of God is sufficient in your life. It is sufficient even for the very purpose that God has called you for. His grace is sufficient. His love is sufficient. He is sufficient. His promise in your life is sufficient. God is sufficient in this generation. Pandemic or not, God, (laughs) he is sufficient. Hungry or not, God is sufficient. Healthy or not, he is sufficient. Wealthy or not, 
God is still sufficient. God says, my grace is sufficient for you. You know, I truly wish we had believers out there who would understand that the situation you are in is not your own. The load that you carry is not your own. The burden that you carry is not your own. The illness that you carry is not your own. The confusion in your marriage is not your own. God says, my grace is sufficient for you. Oh. My grace is sufficient child of god even as they take that car because you've lost your job god says my grace is sufficient even as you are undergoing that miscarriage god says my grace is sufficient i am the great i am i am sufficient i know the entire world is confused and going through pain right now under this pandemic but god still says i am sufficient God wants you to respond to his unfailing love for you. God is waiting for you to respond to his call for your life. God is waiting for you to respond to who he has called you to be. Pain you will feel, child of God. Indeed, you will feel the pain. It is only natural. But God says, my grace (laughs) If there's nothing else that you can pick up from this morning, child of God, just know that his grace is sufficient. That health that you have is because of his grace. That partner that you have is because of his grace. That business, that job, everything that you have, that pain that you have is because of his grace. That confusion that you might be going through is because of his grace. God says, my grace is sufficient sufficient in your lack sufficient in your plenty sufficient in all that you might go through in this life God says my grace is sufficient and I thought to ask you this morning between you and I child of God just between the two of us How long will you take until you respond to God? That was Capricorn FM Podcast.